Hey guys, welcome back to Artsmith and this is Christina and Rebby with you. And on the line right now we have Alex Cherney. Are you with us, Alex? Yes, I am. And Alex is... How are you going? Good, good, thanks. Now, Alex, you're the photographer, is this correct, of A Field Guide to the Stars? Yes, one of the uh, photographers. One of them. Beautiful. So how are you going today? Yeah, good, good. Nice and warm afternoon in Melbourne. It's amazing. Yeah. It's so rare, but it's so good. <laughs> so tell us about a field guide to the stars. It sounds beautiful. Well, it is, and uh, it started as uh, part of uh, 2017 Biennale in Ballarat, and uh, it's about the observatories that look into space and the connection between uh, humans and stars through those observatories. So there are quite a few interesting works, and I'm very privileged and honoured to, to be featured in that exhibition. With my uh, time-lapse animation of uh, different observatories I've visited through the years. So I, I guess, how did your interest in like photographing astronomy start, like the stars and the laboratories? Well, it's, a, it's an interesting <laughs> story that I'd like to tell. So it, it was back ten years ago, and my uh, oldest daughter was I think at that time and uh, she came back from kindergarten with a cardboard rocket after a week on space exploration and solar system and asked me to help her find aliens and you know being a reasonable father you can't really turn that request down so we <laughs> went online looked uh, for an astronomy club and found one nearby went in there and I, as soon as I looked up I knew that was something I was missing for, for quite some time without realizing it well because uh, you know if you, if you grow in a grow up in a city as I did in uh, Eastern Europe you look up and all you see is light polluted brown ugly skies and you don't really know what you're missing it wasn't until we moved out here to Australia and uh, outside of light polluted area where where I saw the glory of the Milky Way and, and the glory of the night sky I can so imagine I Sorry, I, I can imagine yeah. being a photographer and in astronomy and looking out into the sky and just becoming so addicted to it because it's just never-ending. And I guess you're constantly finding something new. Do you find this often? Yes, indeed, and that's that's what I love about it. Uh, yeah, one lifetime is not enough to even scratch the surface in uh, what you can look at, what you can observe, what wow. you can photograph. So it's, it's endless, and uh, with technology improving, we can look further and further out and further back in time. It's just unfathomable the amount of space there is. Like you, when you kind of sit down and think about it, it's quite terrifying, but also so insanely interesting to think about outside of our planet. Yeah, I wouldn't call it terrifying. It's humbling and it puts things into perspective. You know, us being a small speck of cosmic dust orbiting around the usual star when there are trillions of those in the universe. So. Uh, it helps to <laughs> overcome day-to-day issues, <laughs> for me at least. And did you... So I find it actually quite uh, quite relaxing. Yeah, exactly. And did you happen to find any aliens with your daughter? Well, we're still looking. Okay. Uh, we're <laughs> constantly upgrading equipment to, to bigger and bigger telescopes to, uh, <laughs> to see further out, but we, we haven't found any. I'm sceptical about the <laughs> outcome and our possibilities to meet them, but... Uh, it's still positive. <laughs> Well, the distances in space are so huge mm-hmm. that uh, the probability of us intersecting with another advanced civilization is very small, I think. And in the exhibition, what do you kind of hope the audience will feel when looking at your photos? Uh, interesting question. I guess uh, war 
that I feel when I look at the at, at the telescopes, at the big instruments that, that do science that can't be done in any other way. And uh, at the same time, it helps us unlock the mysteries of the universe and connect us as humans uh, into space. So what do I expect them to feel? It's a good question. I, I'm not sure, I guess. Well, what do you um, feel when you take these photos? Uh, I feel <laughs> humble. Uh, in, in, in one side, and extremely lucky to be there and, and be able to observe those uh, those telescopes at work. So mm. it's, uh, I think it's about two-minute video that's featured in, in the observatory, uh, in the Bolarat Observatory during the Biennale, and uh, it shows uh, footage from a uh, few observatories across the world, uh, including one on the Canary Islands and uh, on Mount Sedding Spring here in Australia and New Zealand. And I hope to um, expand that collection of the observatories uh, in the future. I think, that, I think that's something that would be pretty amazing, especially for the audience, to kind of, because I know, I think many people are kind of someone that would think that their problems are taking over their life and it can get quite scary, this thing called life and adulting and the things that we have to do with every day and just to go and have a look and kind of think and just realise, okay, it's not just me in this universe. There are so, so much more and we are just really a speck of dust, like, like you said, and it's, it'd be pretty cool. Indeed, yes. Uh, I couldn't agree more with what you said. <laughs> I know. Uh, in, your work is described as having like landscapes under the stars. Is it important for you to have sort of the landscape there for reference or like to juxtapose it? I guess, like, why particularly landscapes and the stars? Well, that's what I enjoy looking at, different you know, beautiful places that actually look uh, very different at night. And having both landscape and the stars helps to put those two components into a, uh, into a single piece that allows the viewer to actually sort of pretend, imagine that they're, they're there looking at it. And time-lapse photography in particular at night uh, allows to um, sort of compress the time and you would have to spend 10 hours under the stars to, to look at it all. Um, but in the time-lapse you can see it in a matter of minutes mm -hmm. and just see what, what was going on in the sky, uh, any special events, meteors, satellites, auroras. So that's, uh, and, and that record remains with you forever. Mm -hmm. So, I'm, I'm sorry, but we're going to have to wrap it up now because we are going over time, but it's been great talking to you. Really fascinating. <laughs> no worries, thanks. Thank uh, you. Yeah, I, I hope you can make it and see the, uh, the, the amazing works at the Biennale. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for talking to us. Um, no problems. Thank you very much. A field guide to stars will be on display at the Ballarat Municipal Observatory and Museum. Uh, from the 19th of August to the 17th of September as part of the Ballarat International Photo Binale. Alex will also be giving a night sky photography workshop on Sunday the 10th of September from 2pm to 4pm. For more info, head to ballaratphoto, spelled F-O-T-O, dot org.